Thank you for tuning in to Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer Chick with Beats. And this is Breezy Gibson, entrepreneur. And we're glad that you've tuned in to join us again today. Great show lined up for you, of course, with music industry news, Beats by yours truly. And we're going to highlight some of the wonderful interviews that we've had with these amazing, talented women that have come across our virtual couch, if you will, for Women's History Month. So I'm excited to bring this episode to everyone. How about you? (laughs) Oh, man, are you kidding? Are you kidding? (laughs) Let's, let's Let's get the show on the road. All right, let's go.
back with music industry news and Spotify is testing token enabled music playlists. So the service lets NFT holders connect their wallets and listen to curated music. And the playlists are going to be actively updated during the three month testing period. And currently it can only be accessed by Fluff, Moonbirds, Kingship and Overlord community members with an exclusive link that was sent to them. So, hey, if you have NFTs and utilize any of those platforms, it's something that you might be able to take advantage of. So go ahead and give it a try. But, you know, it's just kind of interesting, all the different developments that we've been seeing in the music NFT world. And, you know, hey, this is a, a great one. We'll see how it goes and if it'll stick around and eventually be made available to everyone else. Just think of all the folks out there that are saying right now, Oh my, I got something in the closet here I could pull out <laughs> perhaps throw in there and make some cheese off of. Oh, oh man, you know, and that's something. Yeah. That's something. Mm-hmm. And Spotify is also uh, launching a new DJ feature. So it's supposed to be offering personalized music with AI powered commentary. And so it's going to deliver, once again, a curated selection of music with AI-powered spoken commentary about the tracks and the artists that you like. And they say that it has a quote-unquote stunningly realistic voice. And uh, so right now it's still in beta testing and only available in English for Spotify premium subscribers in the U.S. and Canada. So, you know, once again, depending on how it goes, it might be rolled out to everyone else. So it's kind of interesting to see some of these uh, techniques that they're trying to employ to keep people interested in the platform because as we've mentioned you know multiple times on here there's a lot of competition for spotify you know maybe some of these other streaming services aren't necessarily as large or have as many users but hey they've got to stay competitive because yeah there's a lot out there for people to choose from so you know these little uh, features that they're testing out could be the thing that make people stick with them or maybe even transfer uh, from some other place. So as an artist, it's good for you to pay attention to what's going on just so that way you know where people might be gravitating to to listen to your music. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Right now I have a vision of, you know, when, when I was a kid, you know, they used to call the smart kids Poindexter. There always used to be a guy, a real smart kid named Poindexter. And so with the story that you just gave us, just think of all the Poindexters that are out there you know, these days they refer to to them, some of them as nerds. Okay, which that's not a that's not a derogatory term. That's just that's what they they're bookworms. Okay, mm-hmm. so just think of all of the the the, the Poindexters out there that are working secretly behind the scenes, who are inventing these kind of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, because they can see things that other people haven't seen. And being able to connect these things in a way that can benefit everyone else. Yeah, that's an excellent point. All right. And speaking of go. <laughs> Yeah. And speaking of connecting things, WGCI's music summit uh, for twenty twenty three is happening March twenty fifth. And so um, it's the fifth annual what they're calling the biggest networking and empowerment event for independent artists in Chicago. So it's back with panel discussions, live listening sessions, and more. So it's a great way for anybody in the area or looking to travel to the area to be able to connect with people. They're going to have music executives from Atlantic Records, Warner, Interscope, and other major labels 
to be able to offer advice on how to break into the music business. So once again, that's the WGCI Music Summit. So make sure you check that out for more details if you're interested. Whoa, that sounds cool. That sounds yeah. cool. Absolutely. And DistroKid has decided to add what they're calling an intelligent mastering tool to um, their service mix. Uh, excuse me. They're adding Mixi- Mixia to its service. I believe that's how it's pronounced. But it's free to try with a single track, and then it'll cost $99 a year for unlimited access. So, you know, some of the biggest complaints that people had once they said that they were going to start using uh, Mixia was that well you're taking jobs away from people who've worked on you know the craft of mastering and all that good stuff theoretically they're saying that it doesn't substitute for that but it's more about when you need to use it to get something out in a hurry so it's supposed to be something that you kind of fall back on but not necessarily relying on but we'll see what happens um i can understand the concern about uh, just having something that's kind of automated for that but it does offer more opportunities for independent artists to get their music out quickly when they need to what do you think yeah well you know it's all about the independent artists it's all about the independent artists. you know the 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 pro artists or the ones under contract you know they've got certain um perks of the system and all that kind of stuff but see right here we focus on the independent artists so yeah, yeah I mean, anything that can be of a uh, an advantage to them and help them catch up with this at the other or even get ahead with we're all for. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Live Nation says that concerts are one of the last experiences that fans will cut back on. So they're claiming that their research and this is a quote consistently tells us that concerts are a top priority for discretionary spending and one of the last experiences that they'll let go of. So after making this statement to support the claim, the company decided that the um, attendance growth in 2022 was 24% across all markets and venue types. So basically what they've been saying is what they're seeing is that even if people are struggling to pay other things, they will definitely shell out money for a concert. Um, I'm sure we've probably seen some of this witnessed ever since Beyonce announced the Renaissance tour. <laughs> There's still a lot of people planning on going, regardless of how much those tickets cost. So, you know, they might have a point there. But Music Ally kind of points out that the very fact that they made this statement shows that it's a legitimate concern because they're already trying to calm investors down by saying, hey, don't worry about it. Yes, you know, the whole industry is you know facing some hardships but we believe that live musicals make it through all this so you know i mean it's one of those things we just kind of have to watch and wait and see but yeah it looks like they may have a point and we'll see what happens you know (laughs) a lot of times people say that money is the root of all evil but then as we know it's not the evil or any evil it's like when you uh gross you know when you generate income this is what you do with the income that matters okay mm-hmm. and see in this case um the one and only my daughter <laughs> oh she's been the beneficiary of a very wealthy uh company they rented out a suite for the upcoming beyonce concert mm-hmm. 
and asked her if she would like to attend. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and when she told my mouth dropped open. <laughs> Did you say anything about daddy? Did you say anything about daddy? <laughs> nice. You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my God. But I'm happy for her though, you know, I'm happy for her and her friends and everything. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> mm. Now okay. see, you know, that's a great example. That's a wonderful opportunity for her. But, you know, the thing is, is that people are utilizing concerts for the experience. So, you know, a lot of times you buy stuff and, you know, it kind of loses its appeal once it's not the shiny new thing anymore. But people are willing to pay for experiences like that. So, I mean, without this having even taken place, you already know she's going to have a fantastic time that night. It's just yeah. a guarantee. So, yeah, even if yeah. she would had to had to have paid out of pocket for it, she's she's she knows that she's already being guaranteed an experience that she's going to remember forever. And that's basically yeah. what Live Nation is saying people are looking for. And and and, and it's so live. She she almost didn't even want to tell me because <laughs> <laughs> she knew she knew i see like really and yeah. so but no I'm, I'm happy for her and all of the other young folks that are able to uh, partake of something like that yes absolutely all right and other changes podcasts are coming to youtube music so both audio and video first podcasts are coming to youtube music for users in the u.s with more regions to follow later on. So they're making background listening available. So you can lock your phone and continue listening and you know all that good stuff without interrupting your flow. So what does this mean? You know, there are a lot of people that listen to podcasts and if they're gonna be heading over to YouTube music to do it, you wanna make sure that your music is going to be there as well um, because chances are people will probably just browse and click around once they're done listening to whatever it is that they have originally tuned into so yeah just a, a heads up for artists to know that there's probably going to be a lot more uh, web traffic over at youtube music yeah yeah and speaking of that topic artists wherever you are if you're not a student of the game if you're not a student of media if you're not a student of social media then you're lagging behind I can say right now, there are so many upgrades and changes going on with the music industry and broadcasting, uh, streaming, uh, getting your music out there opportunities. <laughs> every day there's a new bucket load being released. Am I right about that? Yes, every day. So if you're not paying attention to what's going on, if you want to just show up and rehearse and then you know turn everything off and leave and go home without spending any time investigating the newness of what's new yeah. you're behind eight ball yeah. you're losing out absolutely <laughs> all right and hyde park Summerfest kicks off their 2023 lineup announcements with the return of clips so, you know, they're really excited about being able to list them as headliners. It's a two-day festival that takes place June 17th and 18th at Midway Placence Park in Chicago's historic Hyde Park. So in addition to the clips, there's going to be 2 chains, Robert Glasper, uh, hint, hint, Chris Brown, maybe you should check that out, 
<laughs> Toby Nguigwe, I've never been able to say his name right. Um, Twista, Shauna, Do or Die, Crucial Conflict, Vic Mensa, and many more artists are already on the roster. Plus, more are actually going to be announced pretty soon, too. So, yeah, if that's something that you're interested in, it'd be a great experience for a music lover near Chicago or um, maybe even a great networking opportunity with the people who are in attendance. So make sure that that's on your radar. Whoa, did you say, did you actually say do or die? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> yes, I did. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And well, somebody's, somebody's about to have some fun. I mean, ain't no doubt about it. <laughs> right, exactly. But they say one of the main goals of the festival is to highlight Chicago music culture. So, I mean, you know, they've, they've got some heavy hitters listed on there. So it sounds like it'll be a really great time. Yes, show do, show do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for, but for the culture, it sure does. It sure yes. Does. <laughs> Code switching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, and uh, final story, Lyric Capital has raised over $800 million to be able to buy music rights. So they said they already exceeded their funding target and they have a quote-unquote robust pipeline of proprietary opportunities and the capital to pursue them. So translation, we have money, we about to make it rain, we buying up music mm. rights all over the place. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> and so yeah definitely a company to keep your eye on and as those stories roll in about what they're buying up we'll be sure to uh, share that with you but yeah keep mm. keep keep watch on a uh, lyric capital because they, they've got something up their sleeves and i'm excited to see what it is wow wow but you know what i, I got a news story All i right. really got it okay women's history month coming up right yeah yeah we'll see for all the listeners out there I urge you, the listener, to go to the Instagram page, the IG page of A Chick With Beats. <laughs> and when you look on that page, up at the top, there's there's some 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 pinned posts. And one of those pinned posts is a an original news story interviewing A Chick With Beats. <laughs> okay? So, to all the listeners, I urge you to to fly to the IG page of a chick with beats. Look at the top, the top row. There's some some pins up there, but find that pin where the story of a chick with beats is revealed, and you'll be highly educated, and you'll be very happy and pleased with the information that you hear and see. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Hey, history history's always in the making with a chick with beats and so she's so when women's history month comes up it's automatic addition for her to be included so check her out well, thank you so much okay. Okay. all right and uh speaking of women's history month to honor it we're gonna go ahead and um play some of the interviews that we've had with some of the incredible women that have been on the show so stick around we'll be back with that right after this quick pause for the cause
Gibson from the Breeze team. How would you like to see an online platform that brings you people who've already indicated that they're interested in your particular type of business? Whether it's your music you're selling, hip-hop clothing, you got a restaurant or cafe, or if you're an entrepreneur or agent for a business, visit me at breeze2cheese.com. That's using the number two, breeze2cheese.com, or click my bio link on my Instagram profile to see a live demo of how this can help you get more customers and make more money. Hey, this is a chick with beats. I am a multi-genre music producer and strategist to indie artists and labels. Visit my website, thechickwithbeats.com, for resources for artists and instrumentals available in various genres for songs, vlogs, blogs, podcasts, themes, TV, film, commercials, and more. Once again, that's thechickwithbeats.com, A-C-H-I-C-K-W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z. Let's make something happen. All right, all right, all right. We have the one, the only, legendary, multi-talented Quartz QZ with us. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing good. How are you? Really, really good. Really good. We're excited to have you, uh, you know, come tell us a little bit about yourself. So why don't you let the listeners know exactly what it is that you do? Because I know you've got your hand in DJing. You can rap like I don't know what, a real true MC. And, uh, yeah, you got a lot of stuff going on, so why don't you let the listeners know who you are? (laughs) Thank you for the introduction, and I appreciate you welcoming me to the show. I've been following you for a bit on social media, so I was fangirling when I got the message. Super excited. (laughs) (laughs) But about me, I have been dipping my hands in pretty much most of the elements of hip hop. So my love started out with, I want to say rapping, but if I'm being real, taking it all the way back, break dancing, um, absolutely loved copying the moves as a kid, or at least <laughs> attempting to. <laughs> um, and then later on in college, I joined a, a break dance club wasn't in it so long, I realized you have to have a load of upper body strength for that, mm. which, you know, I, I hadn't really thought about before. But my main passion is in, in writing, rapping, recording. I've been writing since I was, whew, I don't want to age myself here, but instead <laughs> <laughs> of saying the amount of years, I was just saying, you know, 13, 14 years old. Little young book. (laughs) Um, Graffiti, always been a fan. I haven't done any graffiti myself. DJing is something I just picked up last year. I've always just admired the skill that goes into that, um, Mm. especially with the old school turntables. That's what Mm -hmm. I was allowed to learn on. I'm just so grateful that there are still teachers out there. doing it that way and not just throwing us directly onto the digital i feel like you still have to have a respect for you know where everything right. came from and then the last element of hip-hop if i got them all correct <laughs> knowledge i mean that's just something that i'm i'm constantly striving for not just music related but civil rights all that kind of stuff and i i try to i I used to hate labeling myself as a conscious rapper, but I 
I try to teach and do storytelling through most of my music. That's amazing. That's really awesome. And, you know, it's one of those, uh, the lost elements, if you will, sometimes on a massive level. But, you know, by, I, I get what you mean about not wanting to label yourself as conscious because if you actually love hip hop, it's automatically assumed with it, you know, instead of like the watered down version that they keep trying to push to us. But, you know, if, if you're a, a true MC, you're naturally going to be conscious. So why should you have to put the label in front of it, you know, if you don't want to? So no, totally feel you there. So yeah, I'm not trying to make you date yourself at all, but <laughs> who were some of your major musical influences that, um, you know, when you, you tap into to sitting down, writing lyrics, you want to shout out some more people that just kind of gave you your shape, if you will? Whew. Oh man, I was actually thinking about this earlier today. I mean, this week is hip hop's birthday. Happy birthday, baby. I love you. <laughs> Shout out to hip hop. Um, yeah. <laughs> but as far as like just favorite rappers and people that molded me when I first started, DMX was definitely one of them, though I don't really listen to him anymore. Mm. I'm actually not even sure if he's putting out any any new stuff. Um, Nas, mm -hmm. top, 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 just number one. <laughs> During the Jay-Z Nas series though, I will admit, I was team Jay-Z, I was a fool, but then I came around. <laughs> I mean, I love them both now, but it's clear that, you know, Nas is one of my, my style. Um, Guru from Gangstar, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. Nate Dog, I mean, more known for his singing style, but I just, there's just something about his melodic voice that just, I love everything that he put out. <laughs> um, shout out to Hieroglyphics, West mm. Coast Rap Group, especially A Plus. And, uh, who? I know you don't want me to go on for the rest of the night, so <laughs> I'll just leave those as mine. My highlights that first came to mind. Okay. Yeah, just giving us a little I always thought I was with Tim. Sorry. Oh, there. yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. I've, <laughs> I've really Brown. been... <laughs> yeah, I've been um, enjoying the love that they've been receiving ever since uh, the premiere of the WAP video <laughs> and how people are kind of, you know, <laughs> shouting out Kim for influence and Missy, you know, Foxy too, for that matter. So definitely. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to Music Marvels with a Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. We have the one, the only fire free in the virtual building with us today. How you feeling? I'm great. Thank you so much for uh, having me. Thank you. Absolutely. It's an honor to have you back. This is not your first Music Marvels interview, so it's good to have you on the show again. But for our new listeners and people who may not be familiar, can you give them a little bit of background as to who Fire Free is? <laughs> Hello. Um, I'm Fire Free. I'm a spoken word poet as well as written word and a psychologist. Okay, let's let's talk about that a, a, a little bit more. So, you know, you do spoken word, uh, written word. How did you get into poetry? Um, poetry has been very healing for me. Um, so to not make a to make a long story short, um, I I left and I've been doing poetry all my life, but I left an abusive relationship and about ten years ago, 
and I had to reestablish who I am as a person and had to grow. And so I realized um, that I had so much built up and pent up emotion and expression that had just been, had been, you know, um, I, I'd been holding in. And so as a result, I started writing and then I started performing and then um, performance grew into being a, um, a community activist and being around the community. And I did it all while I was um, in grad school getting my master's in psychology. Okay, okay. So that's really an interesting blend. Can you tell us a little bit about um, how poetry may have helped you during that process or how your educational background may help you with poetry? Oh, it is the craziest blend. So um, as a result of doing everything, I noticed that writing and journaling really did a lot for me and allowed me to kind of see some of the things that I was going through. And then when I reread it, I was able to kind of understand some of my emotions and like actually look at myself as an outsider looking in and seeing a lot of my own struggles. And so um, my poetry would be an expression of what I was feeling at the time and I ended up writing a book um, about that period of time called Commit to Healing which I focus on a lot of um, of my process during the, during my the the time where I'm looking at like my emotions I'm giving my emotions thoughts and I'm giving I'm giving the feelings that I'm having my anxiety and my my sadness and all of the things I was feeling at the time I'm able to give it um, some substance and that really allowed me to kind of let those emotions flow and and I wasn't um <laughs> I wasn't stuck <laughs> um, one of the things that may happen with trauma is that trauma is is stunting and it can leave you in that time of trauma um and so when I was able to kind of write all that out it was able to move me and allow me to move forward through my process and so um the the strength of being able to study um, my mental health, study mental health while I was looking so closely and working through my own, um, really truly did go hand in hand and let me see the the gifts that, that come from giving myself the permission to express my thoughts. Mm, wow, that's really deep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, hearing you explain it that way makes it make so much sense. And, you know, being in the artistic community, we know that so many people struggle with mental health issues. And so, you know, how would you recommend people, uh, artists, creative types, whatever, like any types of ups and downs that they go through, how would you recommend that they, they handle that? I honestly encourage expression but especially because in the art world expression is also tied to things that cause anxiety and stress mm -hmm. i also recommend opening up to other forms of expression like if you're an artist hang out and with writers read read some writing um if you're a musician hang out with with you know, other types of performers and other types of artists. We honestly are our own um, mental health um, community. And then I also strongly encourage anybody who hasn't, if, if you can have a, have a professional, have a therapist, 
um, close by and, and make sure that you, you can have a greater relationship with your therapist. Um, but it, it, because of the way that times have been lately, that may not necessarily always be easy. Um, so at least have some sort of professional um, that you can consult with if possible. And um, also make sure that you are able to, in a place where you can reflect on your own feelings and you have a support community with you. So if somebody is able to say, you know, you're kind of different right now, you can at least have some, some sort of bearing of what that difference looks like. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. We are so thrilled to announce that we have this a dynamic lyricist with a presence. I mean, just captures you every time. You know, she drops her rhymes. We have the one, the only Amber Simone in the virtual building with us today. How you feeling? Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm well, just been, uh, just been chilling for the most part. Yeah, okay, okay. So that's what's up. So if you could let people know, you know, a little bit about you. Who is Amber Simone? You know, when did you realize that you needed music to be a part of your life? And, you know, just kind of walk us through the early beginnings. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I've always had, like, a very strong love for music. Like, even when I was younger, like, coming up, I really even listen to rap music like as a as a youngin. Like I was on the Temptations, like the Four Tops, like that. That's what my mom was listening to. So as that grew, like I'm like, man, music can take you so many places. Like when you're down, it can make you happy. Like it can make you reminisce. So um, it's just always been a part of me. So as I got older started listening to rap and i was already writing poetry so it's kind of synonymous so once doing music was introduced to me like i'm like no i, I don't think that's me like i'm kind of laid back i'm kind of to myself but i i gave it a shot like i actually started off producing first and kudos to you and all the producers because that takes talent for sure like I'm like oh no <laughs> I can't do it <laughs> so I always gotta give big props to producers man cause to be able to create like a vibe we gotta go off the vibe with rappers so yeah that's that I'm like that's this not my calling like it's something else and so I just started um writing raps and I gradually took me a while but I found my sound and once I was able to find my pocket, like my goal was to be myself, to be relatable, but to be, you know, a positive influence, so to speak. Because a lot of times when you you hear rap for the most part, I mean, not everybody, but it's a lot of B words, it's a lot of women kind of like out there in a way where you know everybody not like that so I kind of want to stand on my own and just be myself and be like a beacon of like hey you know what I'm saying mm. Th there's another way you know so that's kind of what's driving me like right now present day mm. man that was so beautiful you said so much <laughs> <laughs> so much thank you there. yeah <laughs> 
and uh yeah so hats off to you for that um you know that's something that is quite common so a lot of times with male artists in the game you actually do get a variety but you don't really see that too often with uh, women in the game Mm -hmm. so you know kudos to you for being you know one of the ones that's just trying to be yourself and uh yeah man that's amazing isn't it breezy yeah it really is it really is and uh you know kudos to you for doing that you know and i uh allude to the point when when you said when i found my pocket okay Mm -hmm. and so i mean that's very impressive right there letting the folks know hey there was there were some things to choose from but when you found what fits you the best Mm -hmm. and that allowed it was like a jumping on a, a a super freeway because you found your pocket and that was the the root of your creativity mm-hmm. and staying in that pocket hey there's no telling what can happen as long as i stay in this pocket right here so let's roll you see right and yeah that's some good stuff yeah it really is because you know with everybody well i shouldn't say everybody but with what we see mostly in mainstream there's a lot of repetition and so you know if people are themselves that's what you know offers the variety so yeah mm-hmm. that's fantastic so if you could maybe give us a little bit of uh, information on what inspires you when you write. Like, how do you get into that mood to, um, you know, pin your lyrics? Um, well, I'd say sometimes I go in and I know what I want to say. Like, if there's, like, something that's been on my mind, I'm like, yeah, I got to get this out. Sometimes my emotions will drive me. Uh, sometimes it'll be a particular beat, like when I'm groups like, oh yeah, this make me want to say this. Or um, sometimes it's like a lot of just life experiences too, like with um, the one of the projects that I recently dropped, Organic, it kind of just, I kind of just went through the different stages of like, I went through reminiscing back in my childhood and the night growing up in the nineties. And then I, I, I wrote about, you know, breakups, relationships that I may have gone through. Then I wrote about just my growth as a person, as a woman and where I am now. So when I sit down to write, like, I just feel like it varies, but a lot of times situations will inspire me just thoughts thoughts that I have as far as artists will inspire me I have to say I'm a huge Kendrick fan like like a Nas fan like oh man Lauren Hill like they just legends to me so like when I I wanna I wanna be on that level one day where when I when I drop like people be like yeah I know like it's about to be sweet you know what I'm saying like <laughs> every time Nas drop I'm a, well majority of the time Nas drop you know <laughs> hey like he, he came out with one of them I'm like mm, but no but you know like you know like yeah Nas every time Kendra drop it's like fire to me you no know, undoubtedly and then Lauren Hill you know she had that one like it was just perfect she had that one perfect put together just album so like I want to put my best foot forward like that every time that I drop something that's kind of what inspires me I want to get better every single time if I can 
All right, and that does it for this week's edition of Music Marvels with the Chico Beats and Breezy Gibson. A super huge shout out to our home stations, Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio out of Denver, Colorado. And you know what? It's just been a great time, and I'm already excited for next week. How about you? Oh, man, you know what? I sure am. I really am. I mean, it's a lot popping, a lot happening, and I'm just glad to have my toe you know i'm sticking out my toe got my toe stuck in there so uh you know i'm, I'm rolling with the big dogs you know and the big people are like a chick would be so you know that's just uh the real real of it so yeah i'm glad <laughs> Love it. so yeah definitely a thank you to you the listener you know where to find us till next time tune in tell a friend and we'll see you then peace peace